guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One of the best books I've read in a while has been Brendan Burchard's High Performance Habits, How Extraordinary People Became That Way. I had heard lots of people talk about him, and because they are people I like and respect, I thought I'd check him out and see what I thought. And then, to be honest, I had totally forgot until I finally heard him interviewed. And I liked what he had to say and how he presented it, so I did something I had never done before and ordered his book from his website. One of those... I bought the book for you, you just have to pay shipping kind of things. So I stumped up my $10, once again getting bitten by the dollar sign, meaning American, not Canadian, but I figured, meh, still the price of the book, you know? It arrived very promptly, pre-COVID, the good times of fast deliveries. A beautiful hardcover, meaning expensive, version of his book with a little letter congratulating me on my wise choice, which reminds me, Congratulations on your wise choice to join me for another episode. Yeah, that was just so cheesy, I I might just have to leave it. <laughs> anyway, what does any of this have to do with our mini-series on resilience? Well, I'm glad you asked. Hey, I'm Janice, and welcome to another episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence. Those are the three things I think are critical to every successful entrepreneur. So grab a cup of your favorite brew and let's get into today's episode. If you'll recall from episode five, we're spending a few weeks discussing resilience in leadership, specifically driving your business with determination and strategy, knowing when you're getting in your own way and rectifying that situation, collaborating with others in order to ensure longevity and access to new customers, prioritizing your own health, and today's topic of knowing your strengths. I think it's fairly timely to be discussing resilience at this moment, but really, we always need to be resilient. We are going to come up against roadblocks, against challenges, against kids that won't stop talking when you're trying to record, tech issues, whatever. Life happens, and we can either choose to be victims of it we can persevere. As Brendan, because I can call him that now, as Brendan says, maintain your discipline to maintain your resilience. 
and the man is 100% correct. If you don't think you need discipline to remain resilient, and if you don't think you need strength to maintain discipline, well, keep listening. You see, a resilient leader is someone who knows what they're good at. She knows what has made her business survive as long as it has, and what she did to contribute to that longevity. For most entrepreneurs, that's a lot of things, as usually they're the only ones producing. But no one is good at everything, so a resilient leader is aware of what specifically they contributed that created the sparkle that attracts the customers. That also means that they are aware of their weaknesses and how to work around them, how to compensate without losing traction. Traditionally, people would take those life personality type quizzes, you know, be an INCJ or whatever. More recently, people hire a coach to discuss their strengths and to work through their weaknesses. The latest, well, to be honest, old thing to become a mega popular craze is to know your Enneagram number, which I have yet to do. But I won't lie, I can be a total sucker for those types of tests too. I like to see if I know myself as well as I think I do. To have the validation of, yes, Janice, you are good at baking chocolate cake and seeing other people's opportunities, supporting them through to reaching their potential, and you do need to work on exercising and increasing your productive output. We like to know these things because usually we want to know what we have to improve on, but also because it just feels nice to have that bit of reinforcement that, yep, you're good at all these things. And when we look at our business, we can say, well, my strengths in photography and marketing led to my success, or my ability to connect and earn the trust of my clients is what has grown my referral rate and bottom line, which is wonderful. Knowing how you make your business sparkle and shine is what will give you the feeling of pride. And that feeling of pride and hopefully enjoyment, as most of us enjoy doing the things we're good at, those feelings enable us to remain resilient, to push past the hard days and the tasks that we may not be super awesome at. I was curious and a bit apprehensive about taking Brendan's high performance habits quiz. In order to write his book, he took three years, an academic team, and empirically tested habits in the world's largest study on high performance. He created a high performance academy. He trains high performance coaches who then coach high performers. What I mean is his quiz was backed by actual data, the real kind of deal. So I felt like this was something I was going to have to take more seriously if I was going to change what I was doing and move forward with my plans. But I took it and I was a bit disappointed with some scores Hello, my lapsed exercise routine, and thoughtful about others. After taking the quiz, which helps you evaluate yourself on the six habits of high performers, I then started the book. And don't worry, this isn't a book review. If you're intrigued and want to learn more, I'll link to the book in the show notes. But reading the book gave me some thoughts that I'm sharing today, and I didn't want to pretend like I'm this crazy, insightful, and thoughtful person without some recognition of my inspiration. So what Brendan found was that high performers, who he defines as succeeding beyond standard norms consistently over the long term, totally knew their strengths. Not really surprising, hey? They value them, but they don't focus on their strengths. They actually look at what they're missing, what they're lacking, and define how that lack affects their performance or their ability to provide value to their personal life, to their business, to their community. 
those high performers look to see how they can continue growing, stretching themselves just a bit further in order to be better and do better. So right now in your business, take a few minutes or an hour, grab a coffee and a notebook, pen's gonna be handy. Sit down and think about your strengths. What are you really good at? What is it that you bring to your business that makes your business awesome? Write it down. Make a heart or a smiley face or whatever next to these items. And know that I'm sending you a virtual high five for your awesomeness. Now think about your goals. How will your strengths get you closer to your goals? And what is missing? What do you need to do in order to change? In order to become the person who can meet those goals better or to meet bigger goals? How can you do that? Now, before you get a bit tense in the shoulders, just hold on for a second. I'm not telling you to drop $1,000 on an intensive self-help program, unless you can and you want to, in which case, have at her. And I'm not telling you to jump into massive changes, lots of them, all at once, because that never works. Like, try it if you don't believe me and come back. This podcast and I will be waiting right here for you. What I am saying to you is to list out the things you think you can improve technical or mental, whatever, and look at them. What on that list can you tackle that will help you meet your goals? Be a better leader, a better business owner, a better you. And how are you going to tackle them? You need to plan this out, write it down and decide that you're doing this and make the effort to do it. I kind of like to go for a quick win to get a bit of momentum and then we'll hit something harder. Ride the good feeling. So for your first checklist item, check off a piece of low-hanging fruit. Make your bed. Get dressed and put your PJs either in the laundry basket or fold them and put them back in the drawer. Eat breakfast and wash your dish or put it straight into the dishwasher. These are little things, but they're actually examples of you being immediately productive. So recognize that you're being productive and make it a habit. Then move on to something else, something more impactful. Or if you're rocking being productive, roll with whatever your priority is. Knowing how you're going to work on those priority characteristics smooths the resistance to doing the new things. I know you know that, but you need to actually do it. Go on. There are one million ways that you can strengthen your skills. There are online courses. Hello, there are podcasts. There are books. There are audiobooks. There are mentors with life experience YouTube videos, and every single one of those methods have been created by someone who has something of value to offer you. It's up to you to do the research, see who you like, who makes sense to you, and then dig in. You decide, then you do. What makes this a habit is diligence. And the backbone of diligence, some could say stubbornness, but I choose the word strength. And do you know what will happen immediately after you recognize your strengths and weaknesses? After you start working on improving your weaknesses to better meet your goals? You'll get better at recognizing strengths and weaknesses. You'll get better at seeing them in others, which will mean that you'll make better partnership decisions, which I'll be discussing in a further episode. You'll be making better hiring decisions. You'll feel more confident in your choices because you'll know this reading strengths ability is a skill you've honed and you're able to use it effectively. Making those better decisions, working with suitably matched people and organizations, 
that's going to help you stay resilient in business. Recognizing your strengths and applying them to your business, applying them to your community and network, is what will ensure a strong connection with those whose support you will need when you hit those challenges that life is going to throw you. You need to be diligent. You need to be strong enough to look at your weaknesses as well as your strengths and be strong enough to face them, to decide you'll improve them, to decide how you're going to do it. And do it. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. And if you like what you heard, I'd love if you could hit the subscribe button and leave me a positive review wherever you're listening. It doesn't cost you anything but an extra minute of time, but it means a lot to me. And if you really like what you're learning, head to JaniceFogarty.com and sign up for my weekly email. You'll be the first to know about the new episodes and the other plans I'm working on. So make sure to meet me, same time, same place, next week. Until then, stay safe and thank you so much. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.